summer camp. It's the best. The fun activities, hilarious events, and most importantly, the friendships and memories that last a lifetime. I'm your host, Sam Seidtels, and I'm the proud owner of Camp Tuscaloosa. Now, I love camp, and I love podcasts. And I was thinking, it'd be pretty cool to give these campers a platform where they can speak their mind, deliver a message, and have some fun while doing it. An opportunity for these kids to get on a mic, get over any public speaking nerves, and have an awesome experience. If you do join us, you're going to see what Camp Tuscaloosa is all about. So let's do this thing. I'm psyched. I'm ready. So here we go. Here I am with my martial arts instructor, Mr. Alex Zab. Welcome, dude. What's going on, man? How you doing? Doing good. Now that it's Ninja Day and you're here, bro. How'd it go out there? It was fun. It was real fun. Yeah. You probably saw a lot more kids this time than that you've, you recognized from Razor's Edge, right? Yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, we have a good amount here. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We always put you over. Yeah. We want to send as many kids to you. <laughs> Not just because um, you guys are great, which you are, but like feel strongly about people learning martial arts, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. When, when did you start? Uh, I started uh, 11 years ago. Um, at a different school called Tiger Shulman's. Uh, it was, it's in Cherry Hill. Uh, I started out there. I just kind of got bored of the training and uh, started actually closer to Hamilton because I went to high school in Hamilton. So. What do you mean you got bored? Because I know they do MMA as well. They do, but it's kind of more like a, a karate-based thing. Is it really? It A little bit. It's With bring hands in the chamber and... No, no, they do the MMA stuff. It's just that they do a lot of like traditional stuff. Like they still wear like a uniform and it's very. What's the difference just, between that and what we do at Razor's Edge with the gi? We do a lot more pad work um, and mm. we do a lot more sparring. They do a lot of bag training and things like that. I call it, you know, conveyor belt, you know, karate. Yeah, well, there's a million they, Tiger Showmans, right? Right, there's a million of them. And I don't want to just rip on them, but it, it just was for well, I me, think, I need to move on. Right, so. and I do feel yeah. like each one just depends on the instructors, right? That, that's for sure, yeah. To like some the, degree. the instructor I started out with changed, and then over time, you know what I mean? It changed and changed, so yeah. that definitely factors That's in. a bummer, because I know from personal, like, martial arts training, like, when I was young, I was into Taekwondo, like, uh... And I love it. Like, I, I don't want to, like, bash on any art. Like, I, I, I got so much from Taekwondo, and the kicks stay with me to this day. Right. Um, but then, you know, you grow up, and you realize, like, you know, there's more, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? More practical forms of martial arts that right. you would for use. Right, for sure. And I think, really, it's kind of, it's still kind of strange for me when I see, like, a, a traditional martial arts school that's open. I mean, it, it's it's different than what we do. Um you know, it's it's a little bit less practical. You know, they do like a lot of patterns and board breaking. And by the way, those boards are mostly kind of fake or cheap. Um, yeah, I use those <laughs> same know, boards in my preschoolers. Same thing, and or the the cement blocks if you see them, where they do the ice. That's all. Is that all fake? Staged. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, gimmicked. Right. Really? So, yeah, it's all gimmicked. How do you gimmick ice? By the way, you listen to Joe Rogan, right? Yeah, Stay yeah. Fist away from the mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Wait. Yeah, for sure. So, um, <laughs> so wait. What do you, how do you fake the ice? I think what they do is they just make it, you know, it looks like this big block of ice, but it's, I'm not 100% sure. Is it not sure. solid? No, it's, it's not real. Cause, okay. Because uh, that, that would destroy your Yeah, that's the, same, th that's the reason that, like, in the UFC, those downward elbows are illegal. 
is the 12 to 6 12 to elbows, six elbow, right? Yeah. Can so, you explain what that is for anyone yeah, who doesn't? That's basically when you just take your elbow and you just move it straight up and down. Like if you were doing, you know, if you were looking at a clock from 12 to 6 o'clock. Which, if you think about that move, compared to... A, a kick to right. the head. I mean, it doesn't seem I'd like. Ra- it's I'd rather take that than a kick to the head. You any would day. any day of the world. Yeah. But you're saying they made it illegal because of. Th- that's one of the reasons. Like the commission saw that and they saw the you know the old school karate guy that came up and you know bashed his elbow. I in. remember those videos from yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah. Like they're the twenty bricks <laughs> right. and it's just like so whoa. They, yeah, they thought you know they're gonna like kill somebody. You know, like they thought that was the move. That's what's gonna like, kill. That that's the touch the kill. Of death. yeah. <laughs> Not, you know, head kicks and uh, el- you can do el- you know regular. You know, why don't they? Is good. Why doesn't mixed martial arts get with the times and realize after th- it's been popular now for like a decade? Yeah, or more. it's you know, it's not the, it's not the, UFC or or somebody like that. <laughs> it's more so the commission for whatever reason. The commissions are the ones that are behind on a lot of stuff like. If you see a bad decision, it's because the commission, you know, those people, they don't, they don't really know what they're doing. They're not martial artists. No, they're not martial artists. So how, how can they judge that? You know, mm. some of them are boxing um, judges and boxing and MMA are such a different sport. You know, and we, we do boxing at, at Razor's Edge, um, but we do MMA boxing. So it's, you know, it's still kind of part of that. There's, and this isn't a knock on boxing. Boxing, yeah, it's a different sport. But, right. like, you can't go from one to the other. It's too – just because they nah. both have striking, it doesn't yeah, it's, mean it's – it's pretty, it's pretty difficult, yeah. I mean, you, you look, look at – takedowns. Yeah, look, the, at, look at Conor McGregor. You know what I mean? Like, he had a – you know, he did really well against, you know, Floyd Mayweather. But, you know, in the end – Do you think Floyd played with him a little bit? Like, let it last a little while? Or I don't or? believe that. I don't believe that a combat athlete, especially a smart guy like Floyd, would risk – Connor catching with a shot because he did catch him with a very clean uppercut. If you watch that fight, um, I don't think Floyd would risk that. If if Floyd could have taken Connor out, he would have. That's yeah. plain and simple. Um, but his game plan—that's not his game plan. His game plan is to get the guy tired and yeah, big time. He's he gonna looked, wear him out. Yeah. <clears throat> Connor McGregor looked exhausted at the end of it. Yeah, and I—I I mean, and Connor's a big puncher, so Connor's you know best chances to win are the first and second rounds when he can knock the guy out. Yeah. So after that, it went on to like six or seven or something right. like that. Yeah. Right. So, okay. Um, I was going back to what I was talking about before where like I did martial arts as a kid. Mm-hmm. It gave me like my confidence. Um, but I, I don't want to talk about me. Like, I'm just curious about your story. So, okay. You decided to start at, uh, what was it? Tiger Shulman's? Yeah. And honestly, I, I did when I was younger, I did like the traditional martial arts, like the, uh, McKenzie's, which is around here. Yeah. Um, the Taekwondo. So I, I did that when I was younger and then I just, again, I got bored of it and I just kind of got, you know, lazy. I, I played other sports. Um, but I actually started watching pro wrestling and, uh, and they, <laughs> yeah, I know <laughs> we could talk about that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like one of the biggest things is how, they kind of look bad on guys for tapping out at the time. Like the, when I started watching again, it was like Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar. So they would have their little matches and, you know, big deal would be, you know, if Kurt Angle could make Brock Lesnar tap. So I really liked that. And, you know, Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar were amateur wrestlers. So I started, you know, wrestling first. And then, um, you know, at Hamilton and Hamilton at Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, just kind of spiraled that into, you know, UFC. Like somebody showed me, I think the first the first UFC fight I ever watched was Matt Hughes and a guy named Carlos Newton. Today that would have been probably a draw because Carlos Newton really? was out. Yeah, Carlos Newton was out mm. and Matt Hughes was out. But back then, again, it was a little bit different. It was refereed differently. Oh, man, you ever watched the uh, original UFCs with the referees? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they left a lot of stuff going. And the rules were different. Um, 
but that's when I got into now. it, you know, and I was like, all right, I want to do this. And then, yeah. you know, I kind of broke off into there. You had a different, how old are you again? I'm 20. I'm going to be 29 in a couple weeks. Yeah. So you're about seven years younger than me. I still, MMA, like Hoist Gracie was out right. when I was uh, like about 10 or something like that. Mm-hmm. But really I grew up on like Bruce Lee, Van Damme, you know, right, right, yeah. pro wrestling, yeah, like, too, you know, yeah. my history mm-hmm. of pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, so I believe the same things. Like, I remember one time Razor Ramon saying, like, if you can't, if you don't give up, you can't lose. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. And I kept that with me. <laughs> I still keep that with me to a, to a degree. But at the same time, you got to tap out if you're in an arm yeah, bar. Yeah. And you have to. And that's like the thing, like with um, if you if you were to come into one of our classes, you know, it's not it's not like who's the toughest guy here. That's not at all what we're about. Um, it's, you know, we're learning an art, we're learning, um, you know, if we're doing jujitsu, like, you know, tapping out and stuff like that. It's just a mentality that I kind of had in my head. I actually learned out, like how to basically get out of that mentality. Cause now if you catch me in something and you can attest with your arm and your, you know, when you hurt your arm, you, you have to tap or, you, you know, you oh. can get serious injury, you know? So sure do. Yeah. Mine, mine, I don't even think it was fully extended by the time it popped. It was just popped and then you got it. Like, right. Yeah, that was a tough one. Right. And then as soon as I'm better to train, yeah, I will be around the school, but summer camp, it's... Oh, I know. It's... it's and I have I see it, so man. many I kids. I see it. You guys... And then, I, yeah, I got to put you guys over because this is... The, I wish I had this camp when I was, you know, younger. Uh, they have two pools here. They have a <laughs> mini putt place. They have a archery thing set up. Um, and they have tons of camp counselors. A um, lot, of, lot of fun. It looks, you know, and activities, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I went to camps when I was younger, but this... Did I probably, you? I would have. I hated it. I hated going to camp. Did you I just really to watch TV when I was when I was younger? Uh. Yeah, <laughs> I went to a ton of camps, like different ones. Um, but didn't this, like a single one, huh? No, I would have loved this though. This like, is like a yeah. dream come true for me, man. Uh, it looks like it. Dude. Like it's, to be able to give kids <laughs> this opportunity and like put on shows in front of the kids. Like you know, I used to do pro wrestling, and I right. miss putting on shows. But this is even more fun. Mm. Like they say, you're over in wrestling. I'm super over here. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. You know. So um, yeah, it's a blast, and it's really uh, special. It, it's special for me to be able to do this. I feel very yeah, lucky. You, you know. You're an entertainer, man. That's what you do. So. Yeah, and I we and then it, we get to make an impact on a lot of kids. Yeah. Just today. Uh, yeah. So I was teaching. Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm no martial arts teacher like you, but I took Taekwondo. I got to my black mm-hmm. belt, and like I'll I can teach the preschoolers. Yeah. Um. So I was I brought out the rebreakable boards. Okay. This is a shout out to Gianna D'Amico and what's up to her whole family, D'Amico family. The rebreakable boards, you know, they snap, you put them back together. And uh, she kicked it in a certain way to actually break a piece of the plastic off. So she broke the rebreakable board. Uh. So this was like a moment for her. Like, right. that you could see the look in her eye, just like, what did I just do? Right, <laughs> like, right, yeah. You know, it, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And you get to do the same thing at your school, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, we, don't really do, we don't really do the board breaking stuff. Yeah. Um, like I said, we do more of like the practical um Martial arts, you know, and, and you know, well, what, arts, so, so explain. Okay, so I'm like listening to this conversation as, right. as we're having it, and I'm thinking about it uh, from the point of view of someone who doesn't know about martial arts and they hear things like, you know, right. a guy got, you know, clocked or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think they probably have a wrong idea, a Meryl Streep type idea of what mixed martial arts <laughs> is. Right. Like, so to anyone out there who has a kid, because a lot of parents listen to the show, right? Like, why would, why should their kid? You know, I, all my mm. kids are going to be in martial arts. Why would you tell other people that they should put their kid in martial arts? So, you know, that's a great question. Um, the biggest reason is, it, you know, when, when your kid goes to school, 
what do you want to do? You want to prepare them, right? So, you know, what do you want to do? You want to get them a calculator. You want to make sure they have their textbooks, their book bag, their pencils, their erasers, all this stuff that they need, right? You give them all the, you know, equipment and stuff like that. One of the biggest things you could give your, you know, child is confidence. Because a confident kid is so much different than, an, you know, a kid that's shy or, um, not just shy, but just, um, what word am I looking for here? Like kind of a little uh, weary, little, weary. Uh, they're you not, know, yeah. not willing to try new things not because willing. they're afraid of what might happen. Exactly. Right. So they don't have the same, uh, strong, you know, strength mentality that kids that do, you know, martial arts, you know what I mean? So 100%. the biggest, the biggest thing is, uh, especially for kids is, is just, uh, I call it bully prevention. Um, if you, if you were, you know, just give me an example. If, if I, if I showed you a kid and their shoulders were upright, they were looking up, they made eye contact with every kid that walked by versus a kid, their shoulders are down, their heads down, mm. you know, they're looking away when other kids are looking at them. Who's probably going to get picked on, mm. you know, it's, yeah. it's probably not the kid with confidence. Yeah. Right. And, so. um, and I, I think also that people learn, um, a certain level of respect in martial arts. Um, 100%, yeah. I think that if you can, and, and this is going to sound so weird to the parents who have no idea what I'm talking about, but um, trust me, if I'm here with Alec and, and we're training uh, and Alec is choking me out a hundred times, like I appreciate it every time. <laughs> like, you know, we high five, like before right. I, I, I had my last competition, you know, he was showing me some moves, putting me in arm bars. Like we weren't really going at it, but if we were, you know, it, it almost like brings people closer. Right. Right. And um, mm -hmm. there's a certain level of respect and knowing that someone can go out there on the mat they're confident to put themselves in a vulnerable position uh, and they're not too proud to not tap out uh, right. and then you just like joke and you laugh about it and you talk about it as opposed to people who have never experienced that right. and think oh I could get picked on by someone today and be uh, you know those are the ones who puff their chests out and get real loud because of a really it's because of a, a lack of confidence yeah and yeah like what you're talking about like is like a team I'm Camaraderie. Good. I didn't butcher that word. Um, camaraderie. Yeah, it's camaraderie. You got it. You know, um, you, you you develop you know relationships just like that. They, they, you know, a lot of these kids they become friends. Um, uh, you know, even out of the gym. So that's one way too. If you know, you're, you know, let's say your son or daughter has trouble making new friends. You know, MMA is great. All of our kids, you know, are great. You know, when they when they come in, they may have. We have kids that have different issues. We have kids that um, have autism. We have kids uh, that have all the ADHD and the, those kind of things, and you know, you know, give it about a year, six months to a year, and the behavioral issues that that you might have, they start to go away because again, it's like you're saying the discipline. You know, discipline's the, the key word, um, and none of it, you know, it's, there's nothing forceful. It's just they're learning, um, you know, how to stand. You know, like I just, you know, in the beginning of the class, every time is attention stance, hands at your side, feet together, like like a statue that's what i tell the kids you know to look like and if a kid's out of line we don't start our warm-ups until it's kind of hard for some kids to be able to control their just bodies a, just to stand still is is like the, the hardest thing for some kids yeah you know what i mean uh shout out to my kids yeah, your kids are <laughs> <laughs> they got some energy but man he's talking about what they get out of this class uh oh i'm loud okay we're trying to talk about what they get out of this class it's like my son Jaden. Mm -hmm. oh man 
first of all, uh, the martial arts aside, because my son's a little bit of an athlete, uh, Jaden. You know, he's a little, he excels in athletics. Right. But um, just the confidence he's gotten from the one year he was there and going to Naga. Right. Right. He still talks about that Naga right. where yeah. he competed against another boy. Yeah, he's a, he's a little beast. <laughs> he was out <laughs> here today throwing kicks, flying knees, all kinds of fun stuff. Like he, he's uh, a natural. He hits man. hard too for a little. Yeah, you could tell. Throwing inverted triangle inverted chokes. Inverted triangle choke. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> teach him that. You didn't teach him I that. I didn't teach him that either. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. I was like, oh. He watched it on TV once, <laughs> and that was it. And he was good, yeah. That, yeah. And that's the thing is like a lot of the kids, you know, I, I kind of, you know, it's kind of like a monkey see, monkey do attitude where, especially the little ones, you might be weird. Okay, you know, we we normally start at five. Um, with the five year olds, a lot of times I don't just sit there and you know move their leg and and put them in a position. I let them watch other kids uh, work and move and and see things, you know. By seeing the drills that we do, they pick up on it and then they want to do it. You know yeah. what I mean? That's what I've learned is the best tool. Is, I explain is, that to people all the time because people right. ask me about that. They're like, well, my kid's only five. How are they going to – and you told me that because right. I'm used to – I want a preschool. If a kid's making a mistake, I stand – you know, we're helping them with writing. Right. So I started – you know, I was like, what should we do about this? And you told me, oh, it's monkey see, monkey do. They'll figure it out. You, I think you were even talking about Jaden. Like right. Jaden will figure it out. Right. And he, everyone does. And he got it. Right. They all yeah. do. Mm-hmm. You just kind of let them figure it out on their own. Yeah, and I kind of found out the hard way because, like I said, I would get on the ground and, you know, and some of our movements and stuff like that and do it with them, but, and they weren't getting it. Um, but you let the other kids demonstrate. You let the other kids go. They'll do it. Like, we had a new kid start this week. Uh, he's never done anything before. He, you know, just watched other kids do it, and he was doing it perfect. I've never seen – I mean, that that might be, like, a one in right. 50 well, examples. Well, the, the other thing about jujitsu that mm-hmm. I find – tell me if you agree with me, but, like – so you do have those kids, and you have kids like Jaden who are right. natural athletes, or mm-hmm. or people like me that I'm no, nowhere special, but I have like some athletic background, so I can right. come in and at least be able to hang for a bit. Right. Um, but then you got people who are completely, you know, unathletic. They probably right. haven't trained for years. They've, uh, you know, been sitting on the couch, and they want to try. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are so scared. But what they don't realize, but they eventually come to realize, is that like people in jujitsu class respect you for showing up. Right. 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 Yeah. There's respect. Um, you know, as soon as you walk in the door, as long as long as you respect us, you know what I mean? Like, and that's the thing is, uh, I guess people can get an idea that, you know, MMA, people that train MMA or jujitsu um, could be rough people. There's some of the nicest people you ever meet, especially, the the, nicest. especially, you know, really, I would say blue belts and above. Once you get to a blue belt, you get that respect. It, you know, it usually takes you about a year um, if you're an adult to become a blue belt. And by that time, you're humbled. First of all, you get humble. You know, you get humble. If you have a chip on your shoulder, you come in, you'll get humbled. And if that chip you won't doesn't make go it away, if you don't. exactly, yeah. you will not make it. So, and that's the ones that leave. So, so those are the only people, guys. If you are considering doing this for, uh, you know, for self-defense reasons or uh, for just getting in shape, right? Don't be afraid. If if you go there and you show respect, you're going to get respect from every single person there. Right. And I'm not saying they get to come in and, and battle. We're super friendly. I'm super. You know, nice. Sam can tell you. It's a chill. It's a chill place. We're chill. Um, Yeah. So yeah, if you come in, and uh, hi guys. What's up, guys? (laughs) uh, Yeah, if you come in, guy, you could be at any level. You could just been off the couch and just want to, you know, get healthy, get in shape. Um, What I say too is, it's different than just going to the gym. You know, a lot of people, the biggest thing they they do. I'm also a personal trainer, so a lot of people come in, they don't really have. Uh, a knowledge of like what to do at the gym so when they when they mm. come in you know what I mean when they come in you don't have to worry about that you don't have to worry, okay what am I gonna do am I working on arms am I working on legs most of our workouts you're working 
you know, everything. You're working on every muscle in your body. Uh, on top of that, you're really not thinking about working out because you're thinking about the skill that you're working. If, you're, if we're working boxing, you're work, you know, working your jab, so you cross. So just so people know what you're talking about, you're not talking about the razor's edge classes you teach. This is your own personal business, right? Yeah, that's it's really both. So okay. uh, even in our group classes as well, uh, personal training, you know, uh, you know, it's it's really good for people that really have no, at least in the I, I take all levels um, for that. But if you're really scared and and you have kind of anxiety being around other people, you know, mm. come in try you know try a personal training session. Then if you wanted to go to group classes, we can do that or stay per you know. That's fine as well, um, but I take all kinds of levels, like you know, people that want to fight and people that want, or just you know, again, they just want to get in shape. Yeah. Um, but that's a real fear of people is working out in front of other people. Other people, yeah, and I and I 100 get that. But that's what I tell people when I'm putting you over people. I'm telling you, <laughs> Alex Zav will make you feel comfortable. Right. Um, and can I, I? Yeah. Can I just? Yeah. And our private sessions are private. Um, you know, you go to a, another gym or something like that, like whatever plan of fitness future fitness and you hire a personal trainer you know you're still working out with other people you know what i mean there's still people walking around the gym and stuff like that when when it's our time it's just me and you you know what i mean or i also do group training sessions so like you know if you want to bring a friend along or a family member we also can do that i can even come to your house i even do in-home ones so you don't have to leave the house um so if that's like an issue for you you know it definitely can work around it for yeah. sure so yeah, we'll also we'll put your link on the description of this uh, podcast, guys. Look, I'll put uh, a link to Zap Fitness or what should sure. I put a link to? Um, you, you can put a link to uh, I'll give you like for Razor's Edge, um, and then maybe to my uh, uh, Zap Fitness Facebook page. Right, we could on. do that. So yeah. what have you been? It's pretty new. Zap Fitness, right? Yeah, about a year now. Yeah. About so what, what 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 kind of stories do we got? Because I <laughs> I got one people. I'm telling you what I have seen here at Camp Tuscaloosa, Nick Nosella. Right. Oh, Nick's a great kid. He's a great kid. Great kid, yeah. And everybody who comes and sees him this year, like my sister who just came in town, they mm -hmm. were like, wait a minute, is that the same kid? Yeah, 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 he's growing, right? <laughs> he's getting in no, shape. No, he's shrunk. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah he's, muscles uh, have grown. Definitely, yeah. Um, Nick, uh, Nick probably has the most energy I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah, he, he works me out when I'm working him out, So, which is great. Um, he, uh, yeah, he's like, I don't know, Sonic the Hedgehog. You know what I mean? Like, he's just constantly moving, constantly, you know, wants to do that. And then, uh, you know, we'll do boxing. When we were doing personal training, we would do boxing for, you know, about 45 straight minutes. He wouldn't get tired, wouldn't even take a sip of water, which I don't necessarily recommend. <laughs> and then he's like, and then I'm like, That's all right, we're going to do strength training. And whatever I would tell him, he would do it to the best of his ability. And, you know, he would kill, crush his workouts. Yeah, he um, was on a mission. Yeah. He talked about it in a previous podcast. Right, I heard him. Yeah. 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 I appreciate Shout that, out yeah. to Nick No. Shout out to Nick. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So I was shocked because I didn't realize you did people that young. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll train kid, uh, kids. Um, there's no age limit either. So, you know, older people, you know, I, I think I trained someone who's about maybe 50s right now and uh did boxing when he was younger and then wanted to get back into it and once a week we do boxing you know and he loves it he loves yeah. it you know so i do and what i do for personal training is i do boxing sessions i do kickboxing sessions and then i do strength conditioning sessions which so these are all separate separate different yeah things so you know if you wanted to do boxing or want to learn kickboxing i do that but i also do strength and conditioning which um usually entails like high intensity interval training or hit training um so what's cool about those is the workout's never the same 
So mm. we might do the same, you know, you might do like a ball slam. We might do that in the next time or whatever, but the routine's always different. It's, you know, it's fast paced um, and they're only in a half an hour. So my strength and conditioning session is only in a half an hour and that's a reason. I, I almost challenge people to like try to go longer because I, I'll push you to your limit if need be. I've seen you work right. out, man. <laughs> and don't let that scare people. <laughs> like he will, he'll see where your limit is and he'll take you there. Right. And like, and like I said, if you're a beginner, I, you know, we go slow and we build you up. And I have, you know, plenty of beginners that they might be listening to this podcast that can, you know, uh, you know, corroborate what I'm saying. Um, and I've helped people lose a lot of weight too. You know what I mean? I don't, I couldn't put in a, a poundage, but most people that start with me, uh, lose at least 10 pounds, you know, within the first, you know, couple months. And yeah. then after that, we work on their diet. That's but the other you're thing also too. having them gain muscle. So it's like, how that's, much fat pounds are you? And that's the thing is, you know, I tell people don't just look at the scale because the scale is not the best thing. You're, the mirror is the best tool you have mm. for weight loss. It is because you can see definition. Um, the other thing would be waist size. So when your pants start shrinking, uh, you know, I, I hate to tell people I, I will cost you clothing because you'll eventually lose you know sizes and you know your pants aren't gonna fit, so you have to buy new clothes. Yeah. But you know what? It's a good feeling. You know what I mean? And then you could donate those clothes or whatever, whatever yeah. you want to do. Get rid um, of them so you never have to wear them again. You right. Never use them again. Never. Yeah, exactly. So um, it's all about just getting, you know, healthy and fit. And yeah. uh, and we do it to your level. That's that's what I say. I, you know, I customize everything to your level. I go to the gym. I work out. I go to, you know, whatever, Planet Fitness. And I walk on the treadmill. I just, I, <laughs> I can't stand when people are just walking on the treadmill and they're, they're reading their book because I, if you're a really beginner, okay. But... I see too many people that should be jogging or should be actually working out. Yeah, actually working out. It's good that you know. It's good to walk. Walking's a great exercise, honestly. I, I I'll, I'll put walking over, but but you're at the gym. You're at the gym. You, you, yeah. It's a different deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Turn the intensity up, you know, and that's that's what we do. Is I make you know I just. Well, I, I think I, give I think you that you when people do come to you, that they probably surprise themselves at what they're able to do. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Some people, they don't realize how, you know, how flexible they are or how strong they are. Or uh, one of the biggest things, the humbling things is a lot of times we'll just either we'll use body weight or we'll use, you know, five pounds. And, it, you know, if, if you did take five pound dumbbells and do set the timer for 30 seconds and do jumping jacks and see if you're not tired, you know what I mean? I guarantee you know yeah. what I mean. So just that's just an example. So it's not like we we need to do heavy weight. Right. We can we can do heavier weight, but um, a lot of my workouts it's lighter weight, it's higher reps, um, and you know you're gonna the conditioning is great. Yeah, the people. Gonna elevate. I'm sure people come away from it just after a few weeks, just feeling more energy, just feeling better, better in their own skin, right? Better, man. Yeah, that's and that's that's important. Um, I also one of the biggest things too is I help you with your diet. Um, you do diet? Yeah, I do. Really? Yeah. So, um, Individ individualized to eat. I can do it individual. Yeah. I can write out meal plans. Um, what I put over is just eating, you know, straight away. Like, you know, people listening to this can take this is I just, um, I try to sell people on eating real food. So what's real food, right? So, you know, you have animal, animal products, you know, chicken, steak, uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, and then vegetables spinach broccoli um brussels sprouts you know i mean yeah. staying away from the processed stuff so you know uh anything that really is the stuff preserved. that takes one step you either have to right, kill the step, animal yeah. or you have to take the plant out right and exactly you need it 
Right. So like preserved products too. I would avoid those at you know any cost. You know your chips, your, your frozen pizza, all that kind of stuff, like the ice cream and. The, yeah, coming from a guy who eats right, right, like you ever spend like, after I had this injury, there were a few weeks where I wasn't working out and right. I was just eating like garbage, and yeah. I was like, people do this all the time yeah, in their lives. All the lives? time, yeah. And honestly, and I, I you know. I, about two weeks ago, I took about a week week off and was doing the same thing. Just because, you know, every once in a while, it's good to have, like, a mm. mental break and just take a break and then get back into it. And now what I've been doing is actually called um, the Dolce Diet. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Is that the new that. one? <laughs> no, man, no it's, it? uh, it's, it's uh, from Mike Dolce. You can look him up Ooh. on Instagram, D-O-L-C-E. He's a jiu-jitsu trainer? Or? Yeah, he was a former UFC fighter. Okay, yeah, and I he's, know the name. Yeah, he's helped a lot of fighters make weight. And what I'm doing is just making my diet just you know as simple as it can be i'm eating you know roughly six times a day Th that's the other thing too is you, you you know everybody does a three meal a day thing or that that's what you know we're we're brought up to to do um you actually what you want to do is break up those meals into smaller meals and eat about every two to four hours and you never want to eat to feel satisfied or tired like if you feel satisfied or tired you're kind of eating wrong and you're going to be putting you know that's when the the fat storage so, so you mean like stop eating before you're full exactly right so you want to be satisfied but not you know fully engorged not fully like oh man i can't eat another bite like, you should be able to eat another bite after you're done eating yeah you should be able to run 45 minutes after you're done eating mm. you know what i mean and not worry about cramping and stuff like that why so many meals in one day uh well what it does is help your metabolism number one right so you um you know a lot of people what they do is they don't eat throughout the whole day most people don't eat and they go home and they binge eat uh, you know a lot of things and they're thinking well i didn't eat all day so, so. now the healthy thing is i can eat whatever i want <laughs> not really be no because and that that's actually what sumo wrestlers do so what you're doing is a sumo wrestler diet plan <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. So I love that. <laughs> yeah. I'm keeping that one. That's right. hilarious. Sumo wrestling diet plan. So what they, sumo wrestlers do, they don't eat all day. Then they eat a lot of stuff. They actually eat a lot of healthy food, but then they eat a lot of junk and they put that weight on um, because their body can't metabolize it all, right? So your, your body needs to metabolize the food and use it for what it needs. When it doesn't do that, then it stores it as fat. It's not that simple, but it, just in general, if you think about it like that. So splitting up the meals, making them smaller. Um, I eat, as soon as I wake up, I eat something. I eat, it's like a mixture of hemp seeds, chia seeds. Um, it's actually on the Dolce diet. It's like this breakfast mix. Uh, no, I just kind of stir it up. I use, we use raisins. And uh, if you go on the Dolce diet, you know, he can, he, he helps you through it. And the Dolce diet, it's not a fad diet. It's like I said, it's eating real food. And he's one of the reasons I, I preach that, e eating real foods and things like that. So It makes sense. Yeah. Eating real food. Eating real food, yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't get that. Like, they'll, they'll eat, you know, white bread, and uh, which, you know, I'm, which isn't real food. You can eat bread on this diet. It's just that it's special bread, sprout bread. Made so out it's, of sprouts? It's better, yeah, because, you know, and people, there's like a, the paleo diet, which That's is... That's where you eat, like, nuts and seeds and... Right, so the the paleo diet, they they eat what I guess like a caveman would eat, right? Because they're thinking like, you know, you wouldn't eat pasta back in the day, and we evolved to do that, right? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like a, like whole, a whole lasagna. Yeah, <laughs> they're not gonna eat a whole lasagna. They're gonna eat that. Um, that being said, but you know, you can go back in time and look and see that you know, uh, early civilization were, were making bread. You yeah. know what I mean? They were putting, uh, you know, it's just kind of more natural. You right. know what I mean? So. Uh, more natural grains, that kind of stuff. So you can eat bread. It, obviously, you know, want to eat a moderate amount. 
That's the key, right? The key two. is moderation. Two, there's two things, moderation and consistency. Consistency. Mm. You will not, you know, like to see real change, you need to be consistent. You know, one day you can eat really healthy. The next day if you eat, you know, junk, you're you're not going to get the same results. You know what I mean? So, and to put you over, that's another reason why I'm uh, promoting you so hard is because like, I know that people get amped up to start working out and get in shape new year's time. Here we go. I'm going to get in shape. And then they just push themselves for two hours. They never want to leave the gym and they're all in what ends up happening every single time. Right. They get burned out by February. hundred percent. Yeah. Because again, some of the reason I just said, they don't know what they're doing at the gym. They get bored of their workouts. Uh, Eating healthy is not fun to them and they're probably not eating the right foods like the foods that you know mm-hmm. i'm having you eat they, they taste good um you know i'm not really forcing myself to eat something that i don't like you know what i mean and then you can always make it you know small adjustments yeah so that you know how to important. cook you know how to make some good stuff out of all that um i i cook mostly i get my wife to cook you know the the harder stuff yeah uh, i'm really good at cooking eggs i can cook an egg oh you can so. cook an egg mm-hmm. all right yeah. and that you know what and that's that's the thing too with eggs you know people want to eat their egg whites the problem with that is all the nutrients are in the egg yolk, mm. right? So where you you can get protein out of the you know the egg white. That's it, right? Right. That's all you're getting. Um, all the good stuff, like the good fats, all the nutrients that that are in there are in the yolk. So you know, I it's not like I make you eat egg whites. You know, I make you eat a full egg. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, two three eggs a day. Um, make a little omelet. You know, with spinach, onions, um, peppers. You get a lot more energy for your workout. Yeah. Yeah, and you'll feel great. And and you know, like I said, it's like kind of like a lion mentality, right? If the lion was always full, they're not gonna be able to hunt, right? But if the lion is always kind of you know hungry and 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 thirsty, that's my mentality. I want to be hungry when I work out. I want I want to get this. I want to attack this workout. Mm. And then yeah, then I want to relax. I want to take think, my time. Okay. Do you think that people can change and and adopt that mentality? Because you have that mentality. Right. I have that mentality. But like, I'm guessing you probably had it since. Uh, way back in the day or is it new uh, i i probably had it wrestling is really what brought it out of me and i think some people just needed to be brought out on them yeah you know what i mean so if, have you if brought it out sense. of people you've 100 percent. yeah i think so i think you know and like most people that i train they don't it, you know it's not like they just train with me for a couple months or something like that you most of them I, I train them you know i call it lifetime you know they train with me all the time like like i've had you know, I've been over a year now. I've been open, and I have people that are over a year, you know, that are just been training with me. Yeah. Um, so, what were we saying? Yeah, <laughs> just no, got lost we were just in that talking talk. about your awesomeness, bro. Yeah. Awesome. So this is why we're we're a good combo, man. Because you say you give them confidence, right? I do the same thing here. Like that's my big thing here yeah. at preschool. It's like, yeah, we teach some numbers, we teach some letters, but um, we have them leave this school ready to go on. Because you know, you go somewhere and you're not confident, you put the wall up with everything. Right. If someone goes there from Reed Preschool, who's been through all my classes and they're training jujitsu and and uh, what do you do? Kickboxing. Kickboxing, boxing, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and kickboxing and boxing with. Alex Zab, they are going to come in ready to right. like excel in everything. Right. I mean, there's they're going to be successes. You know what I mean? Um, it's it's kind of like a lot of places actually hire people that used to wrestle because they know that those guys are going to work as hard as they can to get the job done. So I, um, I put that on your job resume if you wrestled. Before, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, you know, so. I love jujitsu, <laughs> but I do not like grappling wrestlers, man. <laughs> it's just a different mentality, and you know, to learn that at a young age is is really crucial like i said it helps you in so many things uh, you know you know one being bully prevention 
you know, two, just confidence and, and just learning how to work hard, you know, and, and work with the team. Is that is it through wrestling uh, that you met your best friend, O.C.? Uh, it was actually football. Oh. So this is the funny part. OC, so, okay, before you say that, OC trains. He's uh, the one I probably train the most with at Razor's Edge. Right, uh, he's one of our coaches at the school. Um, he's my best friend. Uh, we actually met on the on the football field, and he needed a ride home. So we, you know, we gave him a ride home. He lived right down the street from us, and I think he was going to play basketball or something, which was a good oh, thing he didn't. For OC? He's not, yeah, yeah, he's not very good. He's kind of <laughs> short. And I said, "Well, I'm doing wrestling because I had done it the year before." And when, I basically did like the feeder program. I never did any matches, but I was out there. But I knew I wanted to do it in high school. Um, so I guess I got him thinking, then he started doing it. And he actually became a better wrestler than I was. So <laughs> right. he, that's his favorite of the arts, am I right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. OC, yeah, he's a great wrestler. Um, but I he's, feel like wrestling and jiu-jitsu go hand in hand, though, right? They really do. Yeah, for sure. If you wrestled before, you know what I mean, jiu-jitsu. I mean, it's a little... I, being off your back is a little bit different because you know Ooh. you have submissions. So getting put on your back, like me and uh, that was scary as a right. OC and I, yeah, we had to learn how to get used to being off our back. You know, fighting off our back and not worrying about getting pinned or you know getting points or something like that. Yeah. So it's a little bit different. But I, for me personally, I actually learned wrestling better when I did jujitsu because um, I I really wasn't when I wrestled. I had you know trouble taking guys down. I would just want to go to the ground and wrestle. I jujitsu kind of gave me the confidence to stay on my feet a little bit longer because I, I would watch guys like BJ Penn who you know he's just so hard to take down. If you pick up his leg, he's got incredible balance. And I, what I would do is just mimic them. And then from that, that got better. So my takedown defense got uh. better. And then I would watch guys like Matt Hughes. Um, even you know, it's like, just the way they're positioning their weight, the right? Position, and, and I would um, watch them and see what they would do, and and just you know how tough they were. And I've then heard I got that better. about you that like takedowns were not your thing. No, but no. grinding people out was kind of your grinding. Thing, right? Yeah, that's and that's still kind of my thing. You know, I, I'll I'll put you to. I want to take you to dark waters. You know what I mean, or yeah. deep waters, I guess, and uh, make you tired and make you tired, and and then that's when you know whatever submission happens. That's, that's, that's my favorite my kind of martial artist. Right. Because, like, they're not born with being able to do a kick over their head. Right. They're not, right. like, born with, like, Jaden, but, like, <laughs> who just can do right. everything. But, like, they just grind and grind. grind. It's just too hard work. The Daniel Cormier, DC, like, that kind of thing. He just is a grinder, man. He just works works his butt off. And uh, that's and that's what I like. To, you know, for me, that's, what, that's my style a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I love that. Yeah. Uh, I also, I mean, those are my favorite type of UFC fighters, too, are the ones who just can keep going, keep going. I was like a fan of like Forrest Griffin, Diego Sanchez, yeah. Clay Guida. I like the guys who just Those never guys have quit. a different mentality. They really do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and they, they definitely had a good upbringing in, in terms of, of that. You know what I mean? Like you can tell. You can see. There, something's just different with the, those guys. Yeah. I think that when you're in jiu-jitsu, like in, in your class, kids find out what, what they can take. And a lot of people can don't realize what they can take until they're tested. So uh, anything else, dude? Anything else you want to mention? Uh, I, I, I didn't know if we were going to talk pro wrestling or not, but you told oh, me. Oh, <laughs> we almost forgot. I forgot about the pro wrestling. Um, so Alec and I uh, found out we had a, a similar uh, upbringing in the way that we both loved pro wrestling. Uh, but you wanted to be a pro wrestler, right? I did, man. And I'm not saying I don't still want to try to, you know, well, learn and stuff like that. Bro. Dude, we so, trained. What, we trained three times yeah, or something? Yeah, you, you got hurt, so we kind of slowed down on that, okay. remember? So I'm, I'm down times. when you're ready, you know what I mean? To, to, you know, you're my sensei when it comes to pro wrestling. <laughs> so, like I said, I, I like learning it. So, it was a lot of fun. Was, was it after years and years of, like, 
wondering what it's what it's like, like yeah well, yeah what do you think oh I, I loved it i don't know it felt natural to me i mean you know what i mean like i'm sure i i'm sure i stunk at it but you know what though what the one day we did we did like a little scrimmage match sam and i and one of the guys on our on our mat thought we were really hurting each other and was like thought we were fighting or something that's the idea and he came was like what, what are you guys doing and that's the idea and i'm like okay so maybe i'm not exactly terrible at this or maybe yeah. i had the right maybe idea i was just selling yeah. it like it a was million. fun yeah no <laughs> yeah. I, I it was fun man uh i love everything about it like the character aspect of it people if you're listening to this and you are someone in hamilton who wants to put together a pro wrestling show do it and yeah. we will run that for yes. sure we're into it man yeah I, i'm Let's seriously i would put together the storylines the characters uh the the whole card man i just <laughs> need someone to take care of the ring and the backstage yeah like, yeah putting the venue and stuff i'm down i'm down you tell me when <laughs> yeah me and alec have been talking about this uh, storyline for a year and a half now so maybe one of these days one bro. of these days we gotta roll out the roll out the ring dude i can imagine <laughs> it now me and you looking at each other backstage right before the music hits and it's like oh my god this is really happening it's happening yeah like seven years after i one retired day. i think it'll happen yeah i think it'll happen i'm down <laughs> i still a little got more healing to go oh this is such a bummer man yeah. like i still feel it i Oh, I hope I get to be 100% again. Yeah, that scar is uh, that's pretty, the scar there. Rad, though, oh, huh? man, that's rad, yeah. It's yeah. good, though. It's all good. Yeah, you're going to be tripped, bro. My daughter's going to be coming to you. If you have a daughter, get them in jujitsu. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially if you're if you're a dad like like Sam or, or, or myself. Uh, if I was a dad, I'm not a dad. You are your father I of would uh, want many them, turtles. I, <laughs> exactly. Many turtles. I had many turtles. Um, I would definitely put them in just, you know, self-defense is just, it's just so crucial and, yeah. you know, to keep away those. Boys. I look at the, the students that you have, the girl students are, you could just see the confidence, oh, yeah. you know, so, and we have more girl students, even in the, in the, on our entire gym, just in general, than guy students, believe it or not. So not, not saying it's just an all girl school, but we, you know, we have a lot of girls and I think that's special because a lot of different schools don't have that. Like there's might be a few girls, one or two or three. Um, and girls go to other schools and they don't feel as comfortable. But girls come into our school right away. They're you're gonna see another girl. So tough. And they're nice and friendly and, and yes. stuff like that. So they're more nice. I should say at first, nice and friendly, but like mentally, they're mentally tough. Right. Yeah. We definitely, definitely have some tough girls here. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And they're, they're, and they're, like I said, they're the majority. They're the majority of our classes. Yeah. My daughter will be in there too, man. Awesome. All my I can't kids. wait. Yeah. Uh, they start off with Mackenzie and Yates, learn some karate, and then they move on to you guys and. It's good stuff. Cool. Martial arts is the best, right. people. Yeah. Uh, Alex Zab, how do people – we'll say it one more time. Uh, yeah. I don't know how well we said it earlier. How do people get a hold of you? How do they reach you? Um, and what should they know uh, about their first class if there's any, like, offers or anything? Sure, absolutely. So uh, if you guys actually listen to this podcast and just mention that you heard me on this podcast, uh, when we go to sign up, I will definitely give you a discount, a membership discount. Um, if you want to look us up on www. Uh, dot razor's edge mma.com you can do that uh, you can also give me a call at 609-561-3612 i'll be the one answering the phone so you can see i'm a nice guy i'm the, you know i'm not gonna bite your head off or be mean so you know please give me a call also you can check us out on instagram facebook um and twitter so you can see us there uh so you're everywhere yeah you're everywhere. we're everywhere yeah and, and then, they're right here in town yeah. they're a half a mile <laughs> away from my camp from the school yeah not not yeah we're Right down, right the back road. It was right by Best no Food in Town, here. and uh, yeah. So we're actually in the same plaza of uh, a lot of people know Annie's Pizza or Fifty Four Fitness. We're yeah. in that same plaza. A lot of people don't know. They say, "I, I didn't realize you guys." Yeah, people ask me all the time. They're <laughs> yeah. like, "Where's Razor's Edge?" I'm like, "How do you not see it?" Right, and they and they go to Annie's all the time, or they go to the Best Food in Town. The, uh, 
I think it's because I'm looking no idea. for martial arts schools. Not right. Most people are. Right. People I guess. aren't, and that you know, and they go, "Oh, you guys are right there." So yeah, we're right there. And people, if you if you're nervous going, you need a friend. I'll go with you. Right. I will go with you. And I brought kids. I brought adults. Right. And so that's the thing. If you want to bring a friend, please do. Um, equipment in terms of equipment, we have equipments. You know, but if you want to bring like boxing gloves that you have or or something, that's fine. Uh, the only real you know attire you need is just whatever you like to work out in shorts and a t-shirt is fine and i always say you know bring water because you're gonna need uh need no it. doubt no <laughs> doubt i've forgotten my water i run over to best food in town i'm like give me a dollar give me a water right i think right. i have a tab there right now yeah <laughs> with waters. yeah so uh alex Zab, thank you for coming to ninja thank you, day brother. thank you so much the kids love it real, yeah. can i put you over one more time this is like the third or fourth uh time i've been here to this to your school for the preschool i came here for turtle day Mm. Um, I, I came here different on different occasions, Ninja Day and then Career Day and stuff like that. And like I said, this is the best preschool around. It really is preschool slash camp. Um, so if you have a preschooler, get them here. If you have a, you know a camper or kids just sitting at home doing nothing, get them here, please. The, this place mm. is awesome. So passionate people, we're a couple <laughs> passionate people here, sure, man. man. All right, brother. All right, buddy. It was fun. All right, all right. Take care. Later, people.